0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Sister Show. My name is Deborah Mills coming to you, not live, live for me, today to talk about those who, okay no let me not say it like that, to talk about the one question that I do believe is ruminating in the minds of those who have chosen to heal who are maybe on, are on the same at, um, uh, at the same healing stage that I'm at and that question is why? Why, why, why? Although my explanation I must say may not be as precise or accurate as you know a therapist because there's some ther- there are therapists out there that have um, you know YouTube channels and the way that I would describe it will be different to theirs but you know they just put it in a better package but i'll just do my best of explaining hopefully it makes sense to my o- audience so the question is why and i think of and i'm saying why in relation to why do people just why are people mean <laughs> it sounds like a very basic i mean it is a basic question but it just makes you think why 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 because from the last recording that I had, which was about self-healing and self-love, I've also grown because it's, it's a continuous thing, you know, and some things have changed in between. But, you know, the question of why, because while I was healing, like, when I was at previous stages of my healing journey... you know as i'm dealing with the flashbacks of certain memories that i've buried and the emotions associated with them that i wasn't allowed to express so it made me unhappy in life and it made me angry because i wasn't happy and i wasn't allowed i was never really allowed to express my emotions because of my mother who is dead you know And I used to to think that those people who choose to be mean, because honestly, everyone on earth has gone through pain. So no one can say that their pain is, you know, so greater than another person that they have no choice but to take it out on someone else. The choice to heal has always been available to people from, I guess, since Jesus came because the gifts of life that Jesus died for us to have we have all been experiencing them from birth but because we all experience them every day sometimes we will not know to appreciate them you know but you know I don't want to go off course before I lose my train of thought again but it's just I used to think that people who you know since the choice of healing was is available to everyone I used to think that The people who are deliberately mean. Like, you know, you don't have to like everyone, but there are people who just don't, they don't like you from afar and they want to enter into your space just to put you down. And you're just a viable target if you happen to have low self-esteem, you know? But it's just that the choice of healing has always been available to people. So I used to think that those who had confidence, those who were arrogant, who were covertly arrogant, covertly narcissistic and just put people down. I used to think that having confidence and breaking out of breaking out of you know the shell of fear meant that I was going to end up like them and because it's them and people like them that inflicted pain on me because it's the same type of evil and it's the same type of wickedness you know it just manifested itself in different ways according to people's personalities. You know my mother you know, with the power that she had, could do a lot of damage since no one was gonna question her since she's the mother. My brother also, my mother gave him permission, my father enabled him because of his inac his his inaction. But sometimes I used to I used to always think that having confidence because I knew I had confidence, I just needed a female figure to, I thought I needed a female figure to hold my hand into confidence so that you know if I get criticism you know at least I got one person that liked me and I guess I didn't really need that because that's what led me into the hands of that viper of a snake called Ida you know she sensed my insecurity and she preyed upon it but I didn't need her to keep you know giving me um sweet nothing words she used to it will sound good when I say it to you but in a moment you i sensed the inauthentic inauthenticity i think that's the word inauthenticity of and it was just irritating it's like just shut up i don't need you to keep like she would always at random moments she just make it seem like you know um if only you see yourself the way i see you or one thing she did mostly was she would always exaggerate how grateful she was that the places that we lived which was actually a nice place but she was always exaggerated she always exaggerated how grateful she was and the reason why i said she exaggerated because now when i saw who she was it clicked that it was obviously an exaggeration but even if we didn't live together or she didn't find that place because of me because that was my viewing or something that's not the only property to live in so it was clearly an exaggeration you know so people like that, they prey upon your insecurities. She wanted to spend every waking moment with me just to know what my... Insec- like when I say every waking moment, I mean every waking moment. I mean she would wake me up to ask me for something stupid and then sit in my house all day and not sleep. If I leave the house, she wants to come with me. You know, if i the day I kicked her out because it was at 12 midnight and she wasn't ready to leave... That's when she started telling everyone, did you know she kicked me out of the house at random times in a conversation because she wanted me to be embarrassed and to never do that again so that I can allow the parasite that she is to continue to um, siphon, extract my energy and resources or whatever. But it was that belief that I needed someone to hold my hand into confidence that attracted such a viper as her. And I don't even feel bad for saying that because I know, I know. And God is my, God is my witness. You know, it let God tell, I mean, God, obviously in all his righteousness cannot lie. So if God, Jesus was to be here right now, he can tell you that everything I did for that girl was out of, it came from a place of love. So when you show love to someone, even though this wasn't a romantic relationship, like I'm sure like, you know, both women and men, they have their stories of, you know, romantic relationships and betrayal and all that but this was a it was it was a sort of a relationship was a friendship you know friendship relationship but everything I did for her was it came from a place of love so when you realize that you know ev the entire time you were just being deceived the entire time they were just using you just manipulating you everything she thought she thought she was using me but because like I said I had boundaries to an extent you know I I i gave her leeway because of love because i saw her as a sister i always wanted a sister so shame on you shame on you ida like do you know the karma you have stored up for you so not even just for me she brags about the way she uses people like to her it's a brag like it's like if she's if she happens to listen to this one i guarantee you she probably she is probably smiling at how how much pain she caused and she knows like how can you how can you cause people pain and not know it's just that with narcissists they just build up ego to not feel it but god with god as my witness everything i did for that girl came out came from a place of love and to repay evil for good do you know does she i don't think she's aware of the karma she stored up for herself so whether she chooses to accept that or is uh, aware of that or not you know she's storing it up for herself and it will crash on her one day But not to just not to digress from the topic at hand, which was why I used to think that having confidence meant to be like all these people who were covertly rude, arrogant, proud and all of that, because I used to wonder, like, if we're all human beings, we all have emotions, we all, in a sense, are the same. Why do people like her exist like? why do people like why do they choose to act like this because it's not like they've gone through a different type of pain or a special type of pain pain is pain but it's like why why and why but i wasn't thinking that when i thought to record this i I wasn't precisely thinking about her i was thinking about my mother because i'm thinking about my mother and i just you know the my entire upbringing i'm thinking you know Although the emotions that it used to trigger in me are not as intense as they were months, weeks ago, months ago and even a year ago. But it still flashes through my mind sometimes and it does still hurt because I don't have any good memory of her. I don't have any memory that I can cling on to even though even if you do have a memory of a narcissist it's probably not the real version of them because they were probably just faking. But I don't have any good memory of my mother to say that I remember that time when we were in this place and it was such a special moment because whenever she showed love, it's because she wanted to manipulate you. She spewed so much hate and anger towards us that even when she showed love, like maybe she tried to, I don't know, caress our face or she spoke to us, it felt disgusting. I have to say. It felt disgusting. Because it was like, why are you being nice? It's like, ew, just just shout. Just yell. Just do what you want. Just do it. Like, why are you being nice? You know? And I used... Now, at the stage that I'm at, I'm thinking... I used, I just look back and I think, why... Why? It's like, because the choice of healing has always been available to people. It has always been available. So those people who are wicked, who, who do mean things, who, you know, who, I don't know, who just do things that go against the act of love. It is a choice to make. They make it seem like this person, they don't want to claim accountability, but it's their choice because when you do something wrong, you know. You don't hide something that you do wrong. You don't try to smack or um, insult or beat someone into silence if you've done nothing wrong. If you've done the right thing and someone's trying to make it look bad, your, your response would be, go ahead, tell tell the whole world because you know you did nothing wrong. And you have a, a deep knowing within that the truth will always come out. But I used to, th- you know, I just, um, I think, Why? why did she choose to see me as her enemy she saw me as her enemy you know just the way you see girls see other girls you know they've pit us against each other but at the same time there are still insecure girls out there and women women let's not exclude them there are still insecure women out there that they would see those who are younger than them as as a threat because they're jealous because they're envious maybe back in their heydays they it were better than them or they looked I don't know whatever it is but it's just why why di- why is it that despite whatever it is I, be, I mean I guess I do know the reason why I understand the the pain and the bitterness that they allowed instead of choice to stay in their lives that has now mustered up into something gruesome you know like violence or god forbid molestation or rape or all these type of things but it's like you know sometimes you just wonder like like for me let me just go back to the example of my mother why did she choose to see me as her enemy i don't have any good memory of my mother she gave us food and she gave us clothes and she gave us material things but there is no material thing in this world not a single thing in this world that can compensate for for love so whether she gave us food and clothes she loved to exaggerate it like i sacrificed everything i didn't buy anything for myself and we will be grateful but she's as if it's almost as if like you know when your parents allow you to be yourself, you grow up and you become successful, then you pay them back, you buy them a house or whatever. It's almost as if she wanted that gratification in that at that moment. And her own and she wanted it, I won't say she wanted it, she demanded it. So with a sense that I bought you all these things, so you must never do anything other than what I tell you to do. When I say that I had no control over my 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 life, I did not. She controlled my hair. She controlled what I wore. She controlled how I, who I could speak to. She c- controlled when I sat down and when I didn't. She spoke to me like I was a dog. I, I will say they treated me like was like I was a dog. Me and my older autistic brother. Maybe it's because we're dark skinned Because honestly speaking, within the, your enemies will be in your own household. And light skinned people are still praised. So maybe it's because we're dark skin. Maybe it's because we're not as aggressive. I think it's because my my brother who is just immediately older than me he pledged his allegiance to her that's why he he happily carries on her legacy of abuse towards me but i just i don't understand like she gave birth to me and she knew she she gave birth to me she didn't even take the chance to know me you know that's the thing she, she didn't take the chance to know me she's going through all uh, she went through stress stress in front of us you know I remember one time she died of breast cancer and things like that. They don't just appear out of nowhere. There is a gradual buildup. But when we were younger, she told us one time that she had high blood pressure. and We didn't know what that was. That made no sense to us. And she was saying, you know, she was talking to us like we could understand what she was saying. You know, I have high blood pressure and I could get stroke. And we had no idea what she was talking about. Like, I don't, I didn't know what stroke was. Stroke is, I only know stroke according to like stroke a pet, like that kind of stroke. So uh, I didn't know what to say to her. You know, and in those moments, you know, because despite the fact that people choose to be wicked, people choose to do mean things, the opportunity to be present and come into the light and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that option has always been available to them. No excuse none whatsoever with three children on her hands and a man that she resents in my father that is that hardly ever contributed to our lives he didn't make any significant contribution to our lives you know at some point you have to, if you wanted because you had goals and dreams i'm assuming we didn't know what they were she didn't establish a connection with us because it's like she she just saw us as an extension of her that like she wasn't like she's like like we're not, her, we're like we're not her children, but she just, pe- we're people she just has to control, so that she didn't establish an emotional connection with us, but she wanted to control us. But anyway, she went through a lot of stress right in front of us, and obviously there's not so much we could do. She didn't teach us that she didn't comfort us, you know, when we were sad, so we didn't know how to comfort her. We just look at her sometimes. But now that I know better, I look back and I realize that you know the opportunity to be present you know and just you know just be like I am tired and just take things slowly. It has always been available. It was always available. But I think if you've listened to the recording of the story of my mother, I think she so she was so used to getting her way when her father was alive and when her father was alive and he was rich and everything. She was so used to getting her way and I believe it is because in addition to, no 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 not in addition i believe it's because she was light-skinned she got her way and she maybe she was able to seduce her way into a bunch of things so she's not used to compromising so when it came to compromising for her children she did not like that so she assumed that i am your mother i bought you all these things i have compromised for you you pledge allegiance to me you speak when i tell you to you you wear what i tell you to like all the type of things like, like I said, I would be talking to people in public, just a conversation. Maybe we're in church. My mom, I don't know if anyone else would see this. My mom would be giving me an evil look. She would give, be giving me an evil look, like the way your enemies look at you from a distance when they want you to shut up. So I used to think, like, why? Now that I'm at this stage that I'm at right now, I just look back and I, why did she choose that life? You know, because you know everyone has, everyone needs that level of. Um, validation to be themselves in the world that's how we that's how we you know function we get that healthy level of validation from our parents and those who don't get that healthy validation from their parents are the ones that are insecure because we mirror our parents whatever energy they give us we absorb it so i just i just i lost my train of thought you know, I you know, I don't I didn't, I didn't get that healthy validation and I'm working, it, I'm building it up by myself but still, I just wonder why like, it's when I think of, when I, it's just, when I think of you know, when memories come to mind or not even just memories, like if by chance I end up in the downward spiral of that negative thinking because it's a gravitational pull and you, you don't know you're in it until you wake up out of it is what I'll say But the timings that I've been in it have been been getting shorter and shorter over time. But, you know, so sometimes I end up creating scenarios that have never happened or wouldn't happen. But I know that if she was alive, it's a possibility because that's who she was. And it it just makes me sad. I feel like I'm going off topic here, but it just makes me sad. When I think of why did she choose to see, why did she choose to torment me? in a way that she did why did she choose to see me as her enemy why did she hate me that much because no one wants to believe that a mother can hate her children but if it is a pure fact full stop that mothers always love their children then you would not be hearing of mothers who abandon their children or were mothers who sell their children or um you know mothers who are drug addicts and they don't take care of their children then the devil enters the house and, and starts molesting children and stuff like that you wouldn't be hearing if it's a sure fact and it's not a situation of um those are just unlucky cases or one of cases this is the thing you know there is i don't think there's any relationship on this earth that is safe from evil attacks or wickedness mother to daughter mother to son Father to daughter, father to son. After all, Jesus said your enemies will be in your household. But it's only those who have not dealt with their own trauma. Those who have not dealt with their own trauma. And those who have not dealt with the trauma. But have now decided to now pass it on to other people. Those are the people that will laugh at what I'm saying now. And the things that I've said in my previous recordings. But it's true. But I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to those who who can resonate with what I'm saying. They understand they understand what it's like to have toxic family members i i I'm in contact with my mother's sister and you know the 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 environment that we grew up in is so different that she's she's urging me to get in contact with my brother, but why should I contact my brother when he doesn't even? see me as someone worth respecting and you know the funny thing is about the abuse I get from my brother it is so twisted and so dark that he believes it is a necessary punishment he believes he's entitled to control me in a sense that if he walks into into the room right now he will start bantering with me as if nothing ever happened because in his eyes I deserve it because he should not be insulted or whatever it is that goes on in his sick mind But I just wonder why. And also with my dad. I just wonder why. Like those memories, the memories that come up that, you know, bring up this raises question of why. They don't get me as emotionally, as emotional as before. But it's still, the question still comes to mind. Why, why and why. It's it's almost like you just want to sit them down and strap them to a chair and ask them why. And not let them go until they give an answer a three-page essay with references and citations as to why they've chosen. Why does my dad not seem... Why did my dad never see me as someone worth respecting? Why does he not see... Why? I guess I, I do know why. But I guess the real question I'm, I'm asking is, why did they choose not to accept the light? Because it's when you accept the light that you do good things is when you accept the light that you heal it's a journey okay this life is a race and a fight but it's like why okay my dad doesn't you know it doesn't anyway my dad my brother can punch me my dad has experienced my dad has seen my brother punch me my dad has heard me my pain over the phone on multiple occasions, at different stages in my life, my father himself has been a victim of it, because one time they had a fight, and my dad is older, he hurt his back, they had a fight, and then after my brother was done with him, he came to me, and started punching me, and then he he whipped me with a belt, you know, and I called the police, and my brother's, (laughs) my brother's reaction is, how can my own sister call the police on me, That is that boy's mentality. So he believes that I'm supposed to just take it. And my dad, and I don't you know, God said honor your father and your mother. So when it comes to when I you know when I get rich, when I become a millionaire and a billionaire, I'm not at that stage yet. You know, I'll buy him the house, I'll buy him the cars, but he would never be in my life. Because I I recently saw this video because I've actually been relating just a little bit to Kevin Hart. Just a little bit, you know. Yeah. Not... I don't know. <laughs> like, I saw this video online on where he and his family and his dad... And also, I watched some of his stand-up comedies. And when he was... <laughs> when he makes jokes about his dad. And, and he was talking about... His, he said in one of his videos that, you know... Um, something along the lines of, you know... He has love for him, but there's no bond there's no bond with with, between them because you know there is no bond no bond was created and although that situation is not similar to me there's something about that that i relate to but the thing about that with my situation with my dad is that it's not that there wasn't a bond there was a bond there was a bond but the bond was in my head because my dad he knew the pain my mother caused me. He knew the pain my brother causes me, but he just doesn't care enough. He's just narcissists want to use your pain to their advantage. So I guess when he found out all the things that my mother, and my brother did, he's just thinking in his head, oh, wow, she's perfect. I can use her. He, My dad wants to use me as the trophy child to present to the world just so as African parents, you know, they want to brag, my daughter is a lawyer, my daughter is a, a doctor, my daughter is a businesswoman, that's what he wants. But then when it comes to the things that matter to me most, he's not there and you can't eat your cake and have it, you can't decide to just be there for the good moment and then disappear or or undermine the things that are important to me and it hurts like i've said so many times he was my biggest disappointment not that my mother anything i'm undermining anything my mother my brother did to me but with him he created a bond and he used the fact that he was my father creating making it now we have this special father-daughter bond just to use to his advantage because the things that hurt me the most the violence okay when you look into the lives of this is just in the worst case scenario of serial killers and murderers when you go to their childhood you always spot a pattern That murderous tendency didn't just come out of nowhere there had always been a pattern and you notice how it was developing over the years you know so these issues with my brother have been going on right under his nose so the fact that he it's just is so disappointing and betray I don't know the one i'm looking for it felt so betraying that he created a bond deliberately knowing he he didn't care he just wanted me to he just wanted to use me to look good to the world and it hurts like it still hurts sometimes it hurts because he deliberately did it you don't leave a good person so he knows the person he left when it comes to my mother he knows the damage she's done but yet he doesn't care so my question to him is is still alive who i don't really intend to see again is why why do you why did he not is it because i'm a woman is it because i'm a black woman Or maybe it's because i don't cook and clean when I was still living in the house with my brother, my dad and my brother, I didn't cook and I didn't clean and I did and I did not do those things deliberately because I knew that if I did, I would become their maid. Before you know it, they'll start calling me, why haven't you cleaned the house? Didn't I tell you to cook this? What is wrong with you? You're so useless. What is wrong with you? So I guess whenever my brother punches me and you know whenever my brother punches me or does whatever my dad is almost as is almost as if my brother is getting out the anger on his behalf because he's already put up the facade of the 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 best friend father whatever you know I didn't tell him any secrets but he made it seem like he was someone I could come to if I had any issues so it's not like I told him any secrets because even from childhood we just never had that we didn't the bond was not that deep but the bond was... I would say better than what I had with my mother. So I didn't see him for who he was. But he knew exactly what he was doing. That's what gets me upset. My dad, he is 60 something years old, 65. I don't know. He knows, he knew, he knows, he knew exactly what he was doing. Okay. He knew exactly what he was doing. And it hurts. It hurts because I fell for it. That's why I just although this is so cliche everyone's claiming they have trust issues but i don't i don't know to trust anyone again because family hasn't done me any good friendship hasn't done me any good the only form of relationship i can say i can have maybe when it when it comes to employing people but i can't i don't know when that time will be when i can you know say this person is a person that i trust if you know i move into a new house and i want to give someone a spare key and i know that that person won't intrude who would that person be that that type of trust i don't know who that person will be so when i when i think about things like that i always wonder why 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 like i'm trying i've been trying to understand his story like with my mother i think it's quite easy but with him his mother died when he was young so maybe she was maybe she was actually a mean person maybe she was actually a mean person that's why uh, he was he got attracted to my mother because she's not she wasn't a nice person <sighs> <sighs> sorry that just had to be done um yeah it's just the, uh, the although i didn't understand that the bond was fake in my mind i was i had this cognitive dissonance in a sense i was trying to understand why is this man claiming he loves me why is he acting not in this it was easier for my dad to make it seem that like he loves me because he did way more than my brother and my mom because for them it was just blatant insults abuse you know criticism and judgment but because he didn't do that and he just showed a breadcrumb of love it was very easy to make it look like he cared and i fell for it duh never been shown love my life my whole life so um it didn't make sense as to why he would claim he would make it to be that he understands me you know he understands my pain and then the thing that's causing me the most pain, in the sense of my insecurities and the violence from my brother, that I can see is still in his eyes. He's dismissing it. it that's why I held on for too long. I would have. I bet. I, I. don't. Who knows? Maybe I would have stopped talking to him earlier than last year. But I, I. I was hoping. Like. Like I'm hoping he would. I don't know. Like whenever I'm. T- when on different occasions when I've. You know i've spoken out like I, I never got the chance to speak it out so i'm venting to him he's just looking at me when i say looking at me like he's like i'm talking to a wall like even if it's just your best friend and your best friend just tells you this bitch did this and this bitch did that if that's your best friend that you love even though you're not gonna go beat up some person at work you're gonna be like who the fuck does this bitch thinks she is who you know you know you're, you're gonna say whatever it is you're gonna be like how dare they my dad had absolutely no reaction when I say no reaction, like I'm talking to a wall. So I guess, and then when he when he sees where my anger is directed, whether well, he sees whether it's my mother or my brother, then from my mother, his favorite things to say, oh, she played herself into the hands of her enemies. That's why she died. But you know, that's that's the same person that cried more than me the day we heard she died that's the same person that cried more than me when we heard she died then he's saying she played herself in the hands of her enemy now i know why he cried more than me it was fake then when he sees this it, from my brother he sees i don't even know what he's doing with his life like he's not even see, like he thinks that's what makes me feel better but it doesn't so now i realize realized that i don't know what darkness is lying beneath his his heart but i just know there isn't love there there isn't love right now he doesn't know where i am he tried to connect me get to get to me through my my university and i know that what he he doesn't really miss me he doesn't really love me he just misses how i was how i was supposed to make him look to the world as having a daughter you know african parents i don't need to describe myself my daughter is a businesswoman, but i just don't understand why i under. i mean i (laughs) it's like i do know why but I just don't know why, if that makes sense. Like, the choice to do good and get rid of all this bitterness and anger and darkness has always been available to people. It's just that the longer you let it stay, the longer it keeps manifesting, and then they become, you know, what they are. But it's just, why didn't he take that choice? Why, why, why? And no matter how wide my mouth is asking the question, why it's not an answer that I would get from him and I believe is this is what they call forgiveness forgiveness is just moving forward not having the answer it's like not holding the grudge not allowing it to happen again putting boundaries by the same time just not letting that emotion hold you back but when people are in, in you know certain situations of distress they because of the healthy validation they got from their parents they were able to um, because of the healthy validation they got, they were able to, I would I would say, easily or maybe easier than my situation, show compassion to themselves because their emotions and feelings were acknowledged, so they're able to acknowledge it, you know, when they're in moments of distress. But because mine wasn't, and I was always insulted and criticized just for speaking. When I say just for speaking, just for speaking, if we're in a place where, I, you know. We're amongst people who don't like me. That just gives them all the more reason. My mother and my brother will will covertly, openly tell me to shut up. Why? It's not like I'm insulting anyone. They just don't want to hear my voice. They see that enough people don't like me as well. So it's not like anyone's going to be like, why would you say that to her? You know, so in a sense I do know why but it's just it's just sad and whenever I you know when you're in, like I said when you're in situations of distress you're able to look back on those memories of of your parents comforting you and you know hopefully comfort yourself but then when I look to the memories of my family I just is hatred and bitterness that I that comes to mind it's insults and evil looks that comes to mind that I God forbid i no I will no longer be doing to myself because i'm I always think that the solution is to just ignore it, but ignoring it is what got me here in the first place, so I have to acknowledge it and I have to address this you know, and I thought I'll just record it because it does feel good to you know to act like I'm talking to someone even though I don't know although I do feel that this might get out one day and people that the audience that it is relevant to will get the value that they need from this because these are the people I'm talking to that's the reason why I'm saying these things out um but I will no longer you know myself down the way she did to me because of this is that you know trying to suppress those memories that's what got me in this place into this position in the first place and even if i'm to be angry at those thoughts and memories it's not like um even i'm gonna be angry at those thoughts and memories it's not like i'm angry i'm angry at myself And the anger is just within because they're not here, she's dead. And honestly speaking, I will boldly say that I do not miss her presence whatsoever. Because if she was alive today, I don't know that I will be in this position. I don't know that I would have been free from her. Because she she was so uncompromising in her life that to be around her, you have to have low self-esteem. So the people around her were all financially dependent on her. So if people dare to get confident over her she could drag you down by saying i paid for that didn't it wasn't it my money why are you hiding that that's what she wanted you weren't allowed to have any boundaries she just bulldozed your boundaries because she was uh financially responsible for you you know and i don't want to go off topic but <laughs> i sometimes still wonder why and whenever I think about that it just reminds me of why I don't miss her for those who have had healthy relationships with their parents they don't understand what it's like to not miss a parent but I felt relief when she died like imagine having someone constantly insulting you insulting you insulting you and then when you lash out they'll say I was only joking with you am I not just playing with you you know and then they're dead and then they're out of your life i won't just say dead they're out of your life you're gonna feel relief now you have to deal with the demons that they've left you with but you felt relief you know i felt relief so i can't say that i miss her and this is just a lighter version of her i'm just saying this lightly compared to how i the thoughts that actually come to mind when i think i don't miss her you know but yeah i think i'm done talking (laughs) because i don't want to i don't want to go off topic i think i'll rename this podcast you know not the sister show maybe i'll make that into a youtube channel or something and this will be like my diary because you know in your diary you just keep writing and writing and writing and for me it's just talking and talking and talking and i can do it for a long time you know it's only those who are patient enough or care to listen that will might even get this find the recording but this isn't just my experience this is a black woman experience in the uk dark-skinned girls are seen as ugly in the workplace they disrespect us they undermine us i was i worked for sainsbury's in one of their local stores and i have this manager who was indian and he he was racist he obviously can't say it but one thing that he tried to do was he was apparently he was stealing money from the store but every single time you just come into work and hear that oh, someone's stealing money and he made it he wanted to start this thing where he made it seem like i talk too much he made it seem like i would leave my post or whatever it is that i'm doing move to a different aisle to talk to someone and he had the audacity one time to mention it in some meeting or performance review i don't know he he spoke a lot of shit honestly but you know he wanted to mention if i was to take out all the if i was to take out the time you pay the time you talk out of your pay how much left how much do you think you have left that triggered something in me because i didn't come here to hang out he thought people think that because i don't point out their disrespect that i don't see it like i see it i just don't say anything but so i reported him to regional hr then he tried to give me some bullshit excuse of making it seem like oh that's not what he said or whatever but if i had done nothing he would have taken money out of my my paycheck because that's what he wanted to do he was stealing money from the store apparently because maybe he had i don't know kidney problems and he wanted to buy on a black market this is just rumors let me just say because there was a lot of gossip there was a black cloud over that place and there was a lot of gossip going around so i do not know how accurate this is but money was going missing from that store okay and i see now that he was probably looking for a new place of supply but this thing how do maybe i'm just the one that spoke out this could this could be happening anywhere else in the uk to uh to black women and they disrespect us and they undermine us and in that honesty sainsbury's is i don't have respect for that for that company like, because if something that I've worked in about... I've worked in a few of their stores. And if something like this is happening in... Few of their stores that means this is kind of dynamic that is coming from the top businesses in the uk do not value black women they do not care if i won't even just say not even just black women they don't value their employees they just expect you to work like a dog pledge your allegiance spend your whole be available whenever they ask these, these companies in this country will be asking you for full flexibility like Like, please leave your entire life open for us. We would like to call upon you whenever necessary. After all, you need the job and we're paying you. That's the kind of mentality it has. And when I build my businesses, that's not what I'm going to do. They make it seem like your entire life has to be centred around them. But black women receive the the worst treatment. Because, no, I wasn't the only black girl in that store. There was another black girl, Sam. He, she had a sense she also had insecurities too because he would insult her to her face and she wouldn't even notice she wouldn't notice out not that he would call her like a bitch or something like that but you know when you're being disrespected in such subtle ways that it's only when you have a sense of self-awareness that you would know when someone's trying to disrespect you like the, the last store that i worked in it was with this woman and she short-timed me for her name was sheila shelly sheila whatever and she short tied me for money that for hours that i worked and she wanted to start arguing with me because like i said the dynamic in the store is that the people who mostly work in those type of stores they have low self-esteem so the manager is like the the boss narcissist so and i don't never i never try to people i never go to such great lengths to people please so once i see that you're someone who can't easily be pleased it's not like i did the wrong thing i just stopped trying to please you but anyway the other people in the store also had low self-esteem but she short-timed me for hours that i actually worked and i was arguing with her with her first of all because i worked those hours i didn't i didn't come to work to hang out i don't like that place anyway and she was and she didn't want to pay back and and the thing is I believe yeah when she noticed that she was wrong she didn't want to admit it she did not want to admit it so she was trying to she was trying to keep that money and trying she was doing some rubbish calculation in front of me to make it even seem like i owe them money and she eventually paid me back money my money because i was right but only if you're self-aware will any of these things make sense to you you need to see the way she was trying to insult she was looking at me like you know when someone's giving you an evil look but they're still trying to keep it under the radar that's what she was doing she didn't want to admit she was wrong and she tried to insult me like i think there's something gone off in your head that's why you're seeing them i was like there's nothing gone off in my head the mistake is right in front of you in black and white as you said she was really trying to be rude to me and these type of things happen all across the uk it's just that we need to survive we need to make a living but yeah i think i'm done for this episode of why so i'm done talking so maybe i'll rename this channel these diaries or something but until next time bye